This Can Do Podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do. This is Bill Duncliffe. I want to welcome you back to another edition of the Can Do Horse Racing Podcast. The podcast about all things horse racing. Some history, some handicapping, and some humor. This is our final podcast for Season 3. Less than 10 miles from the busy I-95 corridor north of Baltimore, Maryland, yet seemingly a million miles away as you tour its rolling hills, lies the Fairhill Training Center. Those of you who have wagered on races from any track located on the eastern seaboard are used to seeing the Fairhill designation next to workouts for horses trained by the likes of Graham Motion, Kelly Rubley, Arnaud Delacour, and many other recognizable names. But that designation does little to capture the beauty of the rolling hills of this bucolic 350-acre property. Just a day prior to Jim McKay Maryland Million Day in October, I had the good fortune to be able to visit and speak with Sally Goswell, manager of the training center. We sat in the Clockers Tower overlooking the dirt and tapita training tracks situated on the crown of a hill giving you a sweeping view of the lovely grounds, once a part of an estate owned by William DuPont Jr. We talked about the center's history, how it came to be, and how it has earned its well-deserved reputation as well as other topics like Tapita Tracks and how, even in this pastoral setting, keeping up with the Joneses can become an imperative. I really enjoyed talking with Sally and learned so much about this unique place. I hope you enjoy our conversation. I'm sitting here with Sally Goswell at the Clockers Tower overlooking the dirt and tapita training tracks here at Fairhill on a beautiful October day, a typical fall day, maybe a little windier yes, than normal, a right? windier than we like. Uh, but uh, the, you know, the sun is out, some broken clouds. Um, and I was saying earlier, Sally, that, uh, you know, I've been a racing fan for a long time. And uh, may, I can't remember how many years ago I started to see in the workout lines leading up to races, FHTC. And I was like, well, what is, what is that place? And then, uh, over time, it's obviously become a lot more common. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the type of facility you provide here that the location, uh, there's many unique things about it, including its history. So if you don't mind just kind of remarking on all of that, um, sure. Um, the Dr. Johnny Fisher was actually the founder of the training center. He thought that there would be somewhere he could train horses away from the racetrack and keep them much happier, hopefully sounder and healthier, and have more open space um, than you have at the racetrack. So he started looking into somewhere to build a facility and ended up negotiating a 99-year lease with the state of Maryland on this uh, Willie DuPont's, um, what was formerly his estate, uh, we leased 300 acres in the, in the corner of it, and he started building the facility back then. That was at a time when not stabling at the track was not done, mm. and 
people really didn't think you t- could train a good horse anywhere but at the but track. But at the track, okay. Um, at the time, uh, we had a wood chip track starting off. My husband and I moved up here in 1984, mm. and wood chips were the only thing we had. And, and you know, horses ran really well off the wood chip track on okay. dirt. Okay. And it was not a problem. Mm-hmm. The, the dirt track was then built, and so we had both tracks. And over time, um, the, the place gradually got enough barns to support it. I think whenever you get into something like this, you have no idea... You need instant barns and instant revenues to mm. pay for it. Okay, yeah. Um, and that was a problem. The yeah. tax law changed, so it was no longer beneficial for owners to buy barns as a tax write-off. Okay. So we went through a bit of a downtime when people just didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. It was too expensive. There were no benefits, really, financially. Mm. Um, And gradually, uh, I think Delaware Park started racing again and got slot slot revenues, so their purses went up. And it became more attractive to be in this area. Um, I I think probably the horse that kind of first put Fair Hill on the map was Graham Motion's Better Talk Now, who went from here and won a Breeders' Cup race. Mm, Sure. In mm. Texas, at yeah. Lone Star. At Lone Star. In 2004, right. Right. I think. The, the Lone and Texas Breeders' Cup. sort of took uh. notice. Yeah. Like, how can a horse come from a place where they're not racing mm-hmm. and win a big race? Mm. And, and they started sending horses here. Okay. Oh, and interesting. And the horses running from here were, people were noticing. Mm-hmm. Owners were noticing. And they were thinking, gosh. If I stable there, I can run wherever I want. Right. Um, right. I'm not locked into a particular track. Mm-hmm. And it might be good. Mm. So people started wanting to be here. Okay. Which was good. Um, the, Always the, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the level of horse, the, the better horses started coming here because they wanted more opportunity mm-hmm. to ship around, if you will. Right. So I think that... That's a big part of it, and our location makes it so easy to get so many places with a lot of money. Well, you mentioned one of the things you mentioned before we started recording that was interesting was that, um, you know, in contrast to if, if the horse is stable to the track, they're not paying for the right. Uh, stabling, right? But they, they pay to be here. Right. But on the other hand, I think it was Tom Proctor said to you that when the racing secretary calls him and he's at Fair Hill... They're very nice to him all of a sudden they, because they he can go. They can pressure him yeah. to come to their track. They yeah. have to make it very appealing. Yep. Um, because he can choose. Right, right. W- which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that attitude um, has really in, increased the demand mm-hmm. for to stable here. Yeah. Um, because they can go where they want. And also the environment here is, there's nothing that compares to it. It's horses are turned out. They're training on the tapita, the dirt, the fields in the back. The the choices here are basically unlimited. Mm. Um, I think probably the second thing that increased the awareness here was that Bruce Jackson built a therapy center here, which offers all sorts of stuff, including hyperbaric treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, underwater treadmill, Aqua, I was gonna aqua say. tread, yeah, yeah. cold salt spa, 
um, salt room, vibrating plates. Sounds like I might want to go over there, actually. You might (laughs) want to go over there. And people wanting to give their horses a rest, Mm. send them here, they can have treatments at the therapy center, and they can train also. Mm. So you're not coming, say, for hyperbaric treatment, and you miss a week of training. You can train in the morning, go back to the barn, and, and have your treatments. So more horses started coming for a rest. Mm-hmm. Owners and trainers would see the benefits. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the case of Shug McGahey, he sent Orb here after the Derby when he won the Derby. Mm-hmm. And they liked it so much that they, uh, they bought a barn. Yeah, we and, passed that on yeah, the way up, the yeah, Janney Phipps. Uh-huh, yeah, the yeah. Janney Phipps barn. Yeah. And it's worked, I think, really well for them. Yeah. Well, it's still here, so, you know. <laughs> it's still here. Uh, so, so just the performance of the horses leaving here and what's here has continued to attract more and more better horses. Well, we talked about just before we started recording that you've got on, on Thursday, let's say, you've got trucks leaving for Keeneland, for Belmont, for Woodbine, for Presque Isle. I, you know, you were talking earlier yeah. about the locations, yeah. the number of places that they can go to. Parks. Laurel, yes. yeah. Charlestown, Penn National. Mm-hmm. Um, this time of year, the the opportunities are limitless. Yeah, Mammoth runs in the summer. That's a good point too. Yeah, um, yeah. They had Colonial Downs. That's probably the worst ship from here because you have to go around Baltimore and Washington. Oh, and DC. Of course. So you yeah. have to really pick your time. Yeah. to do that one. Okay. Um, okay. Going to New York, you have to pick your time, but it's not that. There's far no good time to here. drive through no. New York. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. and horses ship from here to Saratoga. Yeah. Run, run and come home. Yeah. Horses fly from here all, a lot. Oh, you said to the West Coast even, yeah. sure. Yeah. West Coast, yeah. Uh, yeah. not every day. Yeah. But uh, typically they're going out there to run in a stake. But they, they go numerous times during the course of the year. Now, I know, um, Sally, when I was riding up here, there's a lot of trails here throughout the property as yes. well, because the 350 that you sit on is part of what? I think it was like 5,700. 5, yeah, that yes. was Willie DuPont's, so right? The horses from here can yeah. ride out there. Oh, wow. Um, they use the trails, the fields. Yeah. The, the fields are under contract for hay. So we're limited as to we're encouraged to stay on the perimeters. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, All right. A lot of people at, uh, after a horse runs will hack them out through the trails uh, oh for wow. three days. Yeah. They all have the opportunity to turn out grass paddocks, round pens, mm-hmm. um, grazing. You know, yeah. pe- people don't spend so much time walking around the barn with horses. Right. There. Right. They're, they're free to go. Out, yeah. Oh my. Wow. Um, and the horses from here get used to being turned out, mm-hmm. and they love it. Um, a happy horse runs yeah. better, right? And that's the theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, that's the theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, my. So it's it's good. We we do get down in horses over the winter because a lot of people go south, particularly with turf horses. Sure. Yeah. So we go yep. from about seven hundred to probably three hundred and fifty mm-hmm. over the winter. So okay. As long as the weather is cooperative, it's a bit of a downtime for the maintenance guys. Okay. If the weather is not cooperative, it's pretty stressful around <laughs> here. Oh, sure. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you ever get any downtime when you're here then? Uh, you know, 
You're the manager yeah. of the facility here, so... With communications what they are, you need to leave the country for downtime. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, <you laughs> Completely know, different time zones. Yeah, yeah, date, yeah. yeah, when, yeah. when we first came yeah. up here, you didn't have the cell phones and that sort of thing. Yeah. And you had no way of notifying people of track conditions or the tracks closing early or, mm -hmm. or whatever. But somehow people figured it out. Yeah. You know, yeah, they'd come right. out and the tractors would be on there, so it was closed. Yep. Now everyone wants to know stuff instantly so yep. they can plan, yep. wh which is good. Understandable. Um, yep. mm -hmm. And understandable, but it increases what you need to be doing. Sure, yeah. Um, yep. Unbelievably. Yeah. And it's not just in racing. Yeah. You know, everything. It's like everyone's in a hurry. Well, you said you were saying earlier that you even have to have someone manage the workouts yeah. now, right? Where yeah, it used to yeah. be kind of like honor system, for lack of a better I mean, term, well, I guess. We're not kind of. really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He worked in 53 out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a little tighter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but times have changed. Yeah. We have a, a certified gate crew from right now, the a starter at Parks comes three days a week and okay. brings an official gate crew with him. Yep. And um, horses can come here. Some people actually break horses here. Okay. So they right. can come here and never leave until they go to a race. Oh, my. Wow. Um, mm. Which happens quite a lot. Yeah. They get their tattooing, their gate card. Everything can happen yeah. right here. So given all the benefits to being here, do you ever, or is there any ability to expand? And would you want to expand, I guess, is the other question. Or is, it, or is it just right? <laughs> is it just right? Yeah. 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 Uh, we have one more barn site. Okay. Um, that, that could be built on. There's 17 barns here now. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the, the most we can expand. We're fortunate that our manure is worth something. So we don't need to expand to increase our revenue. Okay. At, if another barn gets built, we get revenue from that as well as manure. Okay. Okay. But we're a, a bit on a fixed plateau, I suppose. Okay, right, because so you have that, so many stalls. Yes, and Okay, yeah. so, all right. So you mm. need to be very diligent in financial planning yeah. for yeah. improvements, et cetera. Right. We, we put the wood chip track, uh, the tapita track used mm -hmm. to be wood chips. We put that in about 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. We're able to finance that um through the banks yep. and pay for that with savings, not working this. Oh, okay. And once All we right. finished that, yep. we made a plan for the next big yeah. thing, um, which was the dirt track. We re resurfaced that three yeah. years ago. And it, so if you budget properly, you can keep improving oh, what yeah. you have. Yeah. Um, if you budget properly, you, yeah. which has got to be a challenge, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah it, is it's, a challenge. yeah. it is a yeah. challenge, particularly if you've got a fixed income. Right. Exactly. And yeah. Our condominium fee was $5 until three years ago. Okay. For like 20 years, yep. we were able to keep it at oh, $5. Man. Yeah. Um, and we raised it to $6 to pay for the dirt track. Okay. Um, wow, so twenty percent increase, yeah. but really only a dollar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's over you know twenty five years. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, so once we're done paying for this, yeah, I'm not sure what the next thing will be, hmm. but we will continue to try to improve what we have yeah. and upgrade yeah. it. We've upgraded the rails. We have Durlock rail. 
Okay. Um, both rails on the Tapita are Duralock, and the inside rail on this track is Duralock. Mm -hmm. um, the outside rail is Horseman Track and Equipment, PVC, so it's all safe rails. Okay, yeah. We used to have not-so-safe rails. <laughs> Not so safe rails. Everybody did, you know, right? They were Back built in, yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. You know, sort of boards and right. You run into it, and there's no give. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, so anyway, that that was um, between redoing the tapita and doing the dirt track. Mm -hmm. A few years we invested in, okay. in the rails and and got that done. Yeah. Um, we have now ha have two starting gates, one on the dirt track and one on the synthetic. Okay. Um, we used to have to move the one from the dirt. Oh, right. <laughs> so little, you know, yeah. if you kind of stagger your yeah. stuff. So you must have like a three or five year plan then that you're thinking about, right? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You, you try and um, yeah. do that. Yeah. I would imagine. As, yeah. as best yeah. you can. We've been fortunate to be very self-sustaining and the banks have, been willing to loan us money just based on our history. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's been a good partnership. Um, we currently own all of our equipment. Okay. And we are looking at possibly leasing tractors for our next, um, the, the tractor values, cost of tractors have gone up so much. Okay. Trade values have gone down. Leasing looks like it might be more appealing. Okay. Uh, and yep. save us a little bit of money. So yep. we're, Think about trying that. Yeah, think about that. Um, yeah. The the dirt track is obviously we need bigger tractors than we need on mm -hmm. Tapita. Yeah. Um, so so it's you know we're always monitoring the equipment and and that sort of thing. My maintenance guys take care of the tracks, the horse paths, the roads, the mowing, which is the challenge. Significant. Yeah. 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 And yeah. It, and you find that the better you have things looking the higher the expectations are. And unfortunately here with the 300 acres and 17 barns, everyone's grass needs mowing on the same day. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you start at the beginning. Yeah, sure. It's just like living in the suburbs, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it takes about a week to get all the way through. Okay. And when it rains all the time, which it You're did right earlier this year, yeah. you start at the beginning again. Oh, man. Wow. Um, and, wow. and, you know, you weed whack and, yeah. you know, so things look nice when people come. Well, you know, that brings up an interesting point that I always tell people that ask me about racing that don't really know a lot about it. I, I always tell them it's a very labor intensive sport, whether you're on the farm or yeah. at the track, sure. you know, you've got the, the maintenance people the, around the barns, on the track, the, the gate crews, the, there, there's a Feed vendors, yeah, there's, a, there's a ton going on, ton right? Going. Yeah. It, it, we have a huge impact on the county and I don't think mm. people realize it. Yep. First of all, we pay property taxes, well, um, which that. are a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the number of employees in mm -hmm. here is, is high. How many are there? Probably about twelve hundred. Oh wow! Um, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. Okay. Counting vendors and yeah. whatnot, yeah. grooms, hot walkers, trainers, yeah. assistant trainers. Oh man! Um, the okay. peak time of year. Yeah. Um, so you have a huge impact because they're all Maryland employees. Mm -hmm. So yep. you're paying all the Maryland. Uh, yeah. employment taxes yeah. and employment and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, wow. Um, so, so it's economically beneficial to the area for us to be mm -hmm. here. And I don't think people, a lot of people in this area don't even know we're here. You know, I have well, groups come in okay. all the time yeah. and say, I had no idea. I live in Rising Sun. I have no yeah. idea this was here. 
Well, I have to say, driving up here, I was expecting to come over the crown of a hill and have it spread out before me yeah. everywhere. And and you can pass it without knowing. Yeah, yeah, you, you can. It. You really can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We we were talking about the tapita earlier yes. too, and um, you you had some really interesting insights about. Because we've talked about, obviously, horse safety yes, these days yes. and everything. And um, there were some things I did not realize about Tapita, different versions and right. the climates it performs in. Um, so for us, we have Tapita One, which mm-hmm. is their first product. Mm-hmm. We were one of the first uh, people that put a track in. Mm-hmm. Um, and back when synthetic tracks came out, uh, not enough people had them to know how they were going to react in Mm, all circumstances, uh, all environments. So the synthetic track here handles our weather completely differently than it would handle the weather. There is a tapita track at Golden Gate Mm -hmm. in California. Um, It's been wonderful for us. Uh, Gives the horses an alternate surface, particularly if the dirt is muddy. Mm -hmm. For some reason, turf horses seem to love the synthetic track. Okay. In wet weather, it's never muddy. Um, it, it vertical drainage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, if people don't want to breeze on a sloppy dirt track, they can just go out do there. That. I, okay. I would say most trainers here use both mm-hmm. regularly, depending on the weather. Yep. Older horses or turf horses, most trainers breeze them exclusively on the tapita. On tapita. Okay. Um, we we have found over the years. That man, you need to manage it over the winter carefully, okay? Because okay. it does have vertical drainage. If you let ice get into it, or snow, or any of that stuff, okay, it yeah. will freeze underneath because it, the moisture can't get. Through. Yeah, yeah. So if we have ice, mm-hmm. sometimes we will keep it closed until the sun melts all of the ice. Okay. We never harrow it into the track. Okay. We keep it on top. If there's very little, the sun's coming out, it's going to be above freezing, we'll let the horses use it. Mm-hmm. it. It won't be enough to be slippery. It'll be little okay. granules okay. and the track won't be frozen. Mm-hmm. But we know it'll melt before we have to harrow the track. Okay, okay. If we get snow, a couple inches of snow, and we know that the sun's going to come out and it's going to go away, we will let them use it. Okay, if oh, man. If the temperature wow. is going to plummet, yeah. we'll keep it closed and leave the snow on it to keep to keep it from getting wet under Protect it. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. open okay. it up the next day and yep. let them use it. Okay. So it's just depends. Yeah. If you it's get a game a, time decision it, every it day. Is, it yeah. is. And yeah. we have learned through experience things we shouldn't do and, <laughs> and <laughs> bad the, experience. That's how you learn. It's yeah. bad experience. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. Things you shouldn't do and things that are going to work. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not always right, but we're yeah, yeah. right enough of the time that it gets us through the bad weather. Well, you, you made an interesting point about uh, artificial surfaces, if you call them that, artificial surfaces, that um, when they, you know, Polytrack at Keeneland and uh, ProRide, I think it was, at Santa Anita, and I forget what the surface was at, um, at Del Mar. But I, I actually think that part of the resistance was just that it was different. Not, not so much that they were better people didn't understand the difference of impact it was going to have on the racing no. right um, no and i think they found particularly in california the hotter the weather the slower the track is mm. and that's not the track is not less safe mm-hmm. it's not as fast horses yep. don't go as fast right 
and I'm not. And they love speed in California. Every in this country, yeah, yeah, that's true. Speed is important. Yeah, and I think in California, particularly, it's cooler in the morning, so the horses breeze fast. So they'll go a half. I'm just going to pick a random time. An easy half in 48 is a normal thing. Yep. And yet in the afternoon, they're going to half in 50 in the races. Yeah. And they're not struggling to do it. The track itself is just slower. Yeah. You're not going to get those kind of times. Yeah. So I think they found by watering them, they could cool them off and keep them faster. Okay. Our track is always faster when it rains. and. I have no okay. idea why. Yeah, yeah. And the it trainers will comment, yeah. oh, what'd you do to the track today? It's really fast. It rained. <laughs> Same thing <laughs> I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's just how it is. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. But horses really get hold of it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of bounce to it. Okay. Um, some horses really love it. Those horses seem to be turf horses most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure there are any horses that, refuse to go they don't on. like it you know, yeah it, it yeah. may not be their favorite thing yeah yeah um but but it the advantage to having both i think they use different muscles on that track right versus right. dirt yeah different that one's more bounce this one you're more getting into mm-hmm. um so so it's a different muscle right set. right so and if you're always training on dirt the same pounding the same whatever yep you're going to wear those parts out faster than if you can switch it up and be using other parts. Sometime. Right. And that actually was one of the points that came out when in the heyday, if you will, the artificial yeah. services, that there were different kinds of injuries yes. than saw on the dirt yeah. track yeah. generally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You see more of the concussion chips, fractures, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. On yeah. Dirt. On the dirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Horses with sore feet, you can continue training because they aren't sore. They're not sore. They're not sore over there. Yeah. Um, And I think when synthetic tracks first came out, people thought horses would no longer break down. Right. That, you know, they would stay sound forever. So horses that were maybe experiencing problems Mm -hmm. would get out there and feel much better. And so, oh. Well, that's ended. Now I can run them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type yeah. of thing. And yeah. if horses got hurt on the synthetic, is well, we thought that would never happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and so yeah. I think they got a bad rap yeah. early on. No, I do too. I, um, I, but I, I do, do think too. they yeah. have enough data now to to pretty much say they are in general uh, over 365 days yep. of a year. It's safer than dirt. Well, but look, having yeah. all three. Yep. You know, if, if tracks can afford it, mm-hmm. that's your ideal situation. I think that's one of the things they're thinking about up at Belmont, right? Yeah, is, is I, putting th- in I think a, they have a, been. In all weather. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, yeah. but it's been rumored anyway. Yeah. Uh, but they yeah. are expensive. Yep. Uh, and they are not maintenance free. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just different. Um, but if you have races come off the turf, most horses, which is why Woodbine went with Topeka right. when they replaced their their poly track most horses coming off turf will run on synthetic yeah yeah Uh, as opposed to the dirt yeah yeah hold your field size yeah yeah and and turf i guess is what's the most popular Mm -hmm. and that's the biggest fields generally has beautiful turf courses and and huge ones yeah yeah and the betting public likes big fields well, we are, look, we are, as an industry, we're under a microscope right now. There's no two ways no about, about it, right? That. And and so, you know, the focus on equine safety is, first of all, a, a good thing. And I, I, I have been thinking a lot 
lately. Is it a time for us to be take that experience that we have with synthetic tracks, by the way, thank you. That's yeah. the term I was looking for <laughs> synthetic um, and, and apply what we learned, uh, you know, and bring that up, you know, into today because um, you know, we talked about earlier, the, when the track is wet, the dirt track is wet. You are going to see more injuries then, right? There's just there's no ways around it. And, and the, and the, the facilities aren't going to cancel racing because the track's wet. Right. Yeah, um, but you have your betting public yeah, there and you yeah. need the income. They need to write. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, I, I do wonder if it's not time for us in, as an industry to be looking at those again. And yeah. like I said, apply what we learned, right. you know, right. and, and do something different because, yeah. um, we, like I said, we're under a microscope now. Right, so, right. Um, In my opinion, having all three would certainly serve the horses better. Mm-hmm. And the betting public. I, I you agree. Know, you yep. would have more uniform. When the dirt track is, is really muddy and messy, it's not uniform. Mm-hmm. And you can then switch that to the synthetic, which does stay uniform yep. even in rain. Well, that's, that's a good point you made, too, and we were talking about it because they were grading the track, and they still are grading the dirt track out here. When it's, when it's wet, it, there are going to be places where there's going to be some runoff, and then there's places where there aren't going to be, yeah. and, and underneath is going to be compromised yeah. in some places, and yeah. it's not in others. And The rain doesn't always come straight down from the sky. Right. And- Right. And uniformly distributed. Yeah. 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 Say, Wait a minute, we missed this spot. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. have to be heavily right all the yeah. way around. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. here, it'll rain on one end of the track and not the other. And I think in Florida, like oh, yeah, you see that, sure. Yeah. You see it raining across the other side of the street. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, trying to maintain consistency when you're racing on a rainy day mm-hmm. is problematic yeah yeah no without a doubt without a doubt so back to the, the history here a little bit um uh mr dupont the 17 barns here and i believe all the barns are named after champion horses the of barn his areas so okay. we have uh the parlo area which yeah. has six barns parlo okay. was one of mr dupont's very yeah. good horses then we have the fairy chant area. okay fairy yeah. chant was another good horse yeah we have Perfect Sky, mm-hmm. and we have Shivation. Okay. So each area has five or six barns in it. Yep. So it's Parlo 1, Parlo 2, okay. Parlo 3. Okay. Shivation right. 1, Shivation 2. Okay. Perfect Sky 1, Perfect Sky 2. So so it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he had a 5,700-acre estate here. I know he had a estate in Delaware also, obviously, that is now, I think, a state park. So I, I think, yeah, I'm yeah. not real familiar with that. He yeah. had 2,500 acres in Pennsylvania that was attached to this. Okay. Which I think George Strawbridge bought from okay. the estate. Um, but the 5,600 acres here, mm-hmm. the estate, the state bought it from the estate right. with the stipulation that it stay open space and its primary uses should have something to do with uh, horses or okay. fishing or we can't have motorcycle races okay. here. Thank God for that, <laughs> first of all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah. so there are a lot of trail riders, a lot of bike riding yeah. uh, goes on here, fishing, mm-hmm. um, bow hunting for deer going on right now. And oh, man. Huge okay. park. I'm going to drive carefully through yeah. here then. Just be, okay. Yeah. So you yeah. can get lost. Yeah. Out there. It's beautiful property. When we first came up here in 1984, it was pretty much locked to the public. The okay. public, mm-hmm. the local folks did not have the access they have now. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think it was too new. You okay. know, they hadn't figured out how to open it up. Mm. And 
throughout the years, there's been more, it's more and more accessible parking areas dotted throughout yeah. the property. You can trailer your horses in and get on and get lost. Um, we had a horse get loose from here a number of years ago. We couldn't find him. He ended oh, wow. up at a Pennsylvania farm. Oh my gosh. Day. Oh my gosh. Actually ran a couple of days later and won. Okay. And we, <laughs> he was feeling good. <laughs> we had, um, for two years in a row, Mike Stidham has been stabled here and he's had a pony who's, I guess the grass is greener on the other side. So mm -hmm. he has gotten loose twice and been across the road about three miles away um, as the crow flies not that far away. Yeah. And people hiking call up the rangers, hey, there's a horse over here. And oh they gosh. have to go and get him and, yeah. and bring him back. Mm. So it's just, it's massive, the property. And you have, even right now, even as we speak, there's a steeplechasing event going on here, correct? It's a three-day event, yep. actually. Fairhill International is a three-star. Mm -hmm. um, next year, this time, there will be a five-star event here. Okay. Right mm. across the street. Mm. Um, they're changing the venue location because of the higher star level requires more infrastructure. Okay. Okay. And you said actually a lot of the infrastructure they're going to bring in the, the, they the, the bring big tents in a lot and everything. Of the stabling yeah. and the, the um, tents for food and yeah. vendors yeah, sure. and all yeah. that will be under tent. Okay. And then when it leaves, uh, it's back to open space. And I know we're in the midst of fox hunt country. Is there fox hunting that goes on in the property there, as well? There is. Um, used to be a lot more. Okay. Um, but there is a hunt that uses yeah. the facility. Yeah. Um, and they are now in cubbing season, I think it's called. They're not I, okay, in the yeah, peak yeah. season. Quite often the hounds end up on this side of the road. And that's a bit of a scramble. That's gonna be a, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a so problem. The huntsmen I would, are yeah. running up and down the road trying to get them back on yeah. the other side of the road. Oh, my gosh. Wow. wow. But there, we have foxes that live up by the Harrow Yard. And you see the babies. Mm -hmm. um, deer come through here. Well, I driving up here, I saw the first time I've ever seen a ducks crossing sign other than, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was pretty interesting, I have to say. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. morning, we had two bald eagles. Where that guy is right there? Sure, yeah. Right on the track, in the middle of the track, and it seemed like an eternity. It oh, was my, right wow. Right the track opened. Yeah. And they were just sitting there like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and you see them landing on posts. So that there is a lot of nature yeah. here. Um, well, I think, you know, one of the things that's interesting about the quality of the facility, I was looking at the um, the trainers who stable here you know yes. graham motion tom proctor Anno delacour um michael matz yeah. uh kelly rubley yeah. i'm sure i'm leaving out uh, many yeah, we right have but trainers here with one horse mm -hmm. trainers here with 100 horses okay i mean it's it's incredible and and the we have a very high profile group of trainers mm, right right um a, a lot of Hall of Fame trainers send yeah. their horses into Bruce's rehab facility. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah, the some of the names of the trainers who who are in here and the success they've had. And you've been here from the very beginning. Fortunately correct? or unfortunately, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Depends on the day. Yeah. Doesn't it? Depends yeah. on the day. Yeah. Today yeah. is fortunate. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a passion for the place, having mm -hmm. been here from the beginning, and it it, it has had its ups and downs. We, we're in an up phase, which mm -hmm. I don't think you can ever take for granted no. that you're going to always be in an up phase, yep. but it certainly looks promising yeah. um, as long as racing 
around us continues to thrive. Right, right, um, right. And yeah. the money's there. It, it, it's good. It's good. Well, and of course, you've had some great horses here too, right? We have had some and, uh, very good horses yeah. here. Uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, probably the most famous mm-hmm. because he went on to do a lot more right. say than Barbaro. Yeah. Um, but, but we have each year many grade one winners Mm -hmm. grade two winners grade three winners stakes winners yeah um the statistics out of here horses stabled here seem to be getting better and better each year Mm. and um that's good yeah Uh, i would imagine and not to bring up a sore subject or a painful subject but when Barbaro suffered his injury. That had to be a rough day, a rough time around here for you really folks. really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Barbaro yeah. had a presence about him. He, he trained his whole two-year-old year here. Mm-hmm. And before he ever ran, he was one of the ones that you just knew was really? something oh, wow. special. No kidding. Yeah. Would you have said then, I think he'll win the Derby next year? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you can project that That's far That's hard out. to do, yeah. H- yeah. However, when he did, it wasn't a surprise. Okay. Um, oh, my, really? He had so many fans. Yeah. It, it was the the two weeks he was here between the Derby and the Preakness. Yeah. There were just masses of people just in love with Barbara. Oh, wow. And then, oh. you know, when he got hurt and was at New Bolton Center, he, he had an unbelievable following. He did, right, through, right. Through the whole yeah. ordeal. Yeah. And it was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Terrible. Wow. Um, uh, unfortunately, one of those terrible things that sometimes happens to athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for mm. no particular reason. Well, you know, you look at the conformation of a horse, right? Yeah. And the ankle is the weakest yeah. part of the horse, right? And the right? horse is on one leg yeah. during his stride right. at some point, one of four. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing they, they are as resilient. It as is amazing, are. actually. Um, it is. They, um, they take a lot of, can handle a lot of mm-hmm. things. Yeah, um, yeah. But when something goes wrong, it unfortunately goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Well, we should end this on a happier note, right? What, what, what can we do to end this on a, on a, on a happier agree, note, I guess? I um, what's in the future here for, for you? Yeah. People ask if having the big changes across the road are going to affect us much. Mm-hmm. I think having a state-of-the-art turf course, mm-hmm. perhaps Kentucky Downs-type race meets over there. Oh, wow. It certainly will be nice for the folks here to be able to walk across the street and run yeah, rather sure. than shipping yeah. So far. Yeah. Um, I think that could be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see it impacting how we do things. Mm-hmm. But again, it's going to increase people's awareness of, hey, there's a training center. What's out here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing what stuff across the street brings here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get the public who don't understand what's here and want to be wandering around. Yeah. But that's not real often. Mm-hmm. They're, they're mostly curious. We do have people who come in in cars and think the track is a car track. And that's a bit problematic. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like one. <laughs> no, no, but they test it. Okay. They test it. Okay. We have had trail riding people just wander up and walk around the track. Okay. And, uh, you know, they, they don't understand. Yeah, they don't that mean anything they by don't it either. Mean any yeah. Harm. yeah. Um, so, so, from our perspective, we're going to be affected with more 
needing to increase people's awareness. Okay. Of, Please don't come riding right, on our right, tracks right, and right, ride right. your bicycle right up to the barn. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the horses aren't real familiar with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so just kind of crowd management. Yep. And being aware. Right, that right. That's what it is. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's going to be an asset for us yeah. over there. Well, you know, you look at Kentucky Downs for a place that runs, I think, what, six days a yeah, year? Yeah. It has an outsized, repu- not outsized, but it has a big reputation compared to a place that runs six days a year. Well, you know? the money's there. Yeah, yeah. You know, people, yep. money talks. Yep. Money talks. The barn values here have certainly um, been up and down over mm-hmm. the years, you know, starting at half a million down to giveaway barns, and now they're back up at over a million dollars. Okay. And they say that with what's coming across the street, they're going to only get more expensive. Wow. Yeah, that I makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I can't imagine that, but yep. that'll be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, people uh, like turf racing too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. it's. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with dirt racing, yeah. but turf racing, turf racing is, is, is where the money is. It's I exciting. Better's bet on it. Yeah. There are more horses in the field. Exactly. And, exactly. Um, the finishes are cavalry yeah. charges, and everyone yeah. likes that. You know, you don't see a runaway six length turf winner very no. often, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We were in England, my husband and I, he, he's still a British citizen, and went to the races over there a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a way different experience yeah i would imagine i would imagine sure and i think it'll this training facility is more like european style training mm-hmm. yeah that's it's a good a, point sort of yep. an all-day thing mm-hmm. like, like you can have a barn here and not really see anybody in any of the other barns yeah. Yeah. except when you're out training yeah uh, um, it, it's an all-day adventure yeah here that's amazing um, rather yeah. than a Right. Window like the tracks have. For right. Training. Right. Uh, right. So, you know, yeah. you're turning horses out. You're, you know. Yeah, this is very different from Aqueduct. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. let's just say yeah. that. It's yeah. farm living. It's country living. Yeah. And when you're here all the time, like I am, and don't really go to track, you forget that this is not what it's like everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so when we go to tracks, they have track superintendents meetings. The tracks are very nice, but it's like, wow. This yeah. isn't quite what we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you must feel like you're in the New York City of, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. like city training. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. And to be honest, there have been trainers who come here and it doesn't work for them because they like the track kitchen okay. and the hustle okay. bustle and yep. the, the racing every afternoon yeah. and, and all, all of that. So we always suggest if you're thinking about coming to Fairhill, you should lease stalls from someone. Ah, very good. Yeah, and okay. see yeah. if it works for you. Yeah. Because it doesn't work for everyone. It's like when the old timers are thinking about moving to Florida, they say, don't buy something right away, <laughs> yeah. right? Rent yeah. and see if Make, you like it. See if, yeah. see if it works. Yeah. And yeah. if it does, yeah. do something about it. And if it doesn't, you haven't lost anything trying. Well, Sally, I would say if I was a horse trainer, first of all, I would be a very poor one. But second of <laughs> all, I would love to come to this place because yeah. it's beautiful. And so, it is, it is. I, you know, you know, you, you obviously have visitor management, but I would encourage anyone who comes to this area for racing, take a day and come out here because it's, it, it's beautiful. Please do. Let me right? know as you can. Yes, call first, cl- right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Clockers yeah. Tower, yeah. we have had requests for groups of, you know, big bus loads and that doesn't work. It's not going to work well in this here. space. No, no. no. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so we do encourage people to come, let us know, and it's easier to work in smaller groups yeah, than yeah. bus loads. The riders on the horses weren't real happy when we tried the bus thing. I would, yeah, I would think, <laughs> I would think not, yeah, yeah.
My thanks again to Sally for taking the time to meet and talk with me. And my thanks to all of our listeners for spending the time with us to listen to this Season 3 of the Can Do Podcast. We're already hard at work on Season 4, which we will kick off in late January of next year. In the meantime, enjoy this time with your family and friends. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, best wishes for whatever holiday you choose to celebrate. And of course, may the horse be with you.